All right, fuckers, welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. I'm Raymond Hazen. And uh, considering that a big part of Trailer Park Boys is food, food factors into it in a big way. Uh, you're eating right now. What are, what are you eating during our show? Yeah, yeah, I just got done making dinner. Um, that's why I recording a little later than normal. But anyway, I made some fried chicken in the air fryer. And... Uh, and then I did some roasted reds with uh, garlic and, um, you know, seasonings and cheese and onions, roasted reds in the onion oven, and then some um, corn, just regular corn. Oh, cool. What's, do you have your own recipe for the fried chicken, or do you just use shake and bake or some shit? No, no, no. Yeah, I use my own stuff. I don't use shake and bake, you know, because, I, like I said, I, I've, I was a cook for years, so I know how to do it. Yeah. Um, but I just, I mean, it's whatever I got in the house, you know, I find whatever seasonings I got, and I... I just make do with what I have. Yeah, I guess so after being after training to be a professional chef, you can't go back and use that ready-made shit, can you? Well, I mean, you can't. Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you this much: uh, my mom made some chicken a while back, like a couple weeks back, and it was really good. And I go up to her, I'm like, "Hey, what'd you put on that? Like, that was really good." She looks at me, and goes, "Shake and bake." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, well, I'll be." <laughs> It was really fucking good. I'm not gonna lie though. <laughs> well, the southern, the southern fried stuff is good. I, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. I don't know if you ever fried chicken in air fryers. It's it's kind of weird. You gotta make sure you get it a, a good coat of oil on it after you uh, flour it and everything, or or else it comes out real dry. Like not not that it's dry. The chicken's real juicy, but it's like it looks like powder on the outside. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Well, there's a place. In Canada, it's a franchise. It's called Mary Brown's, and that's how they make chicken. It like it's juicy, but it's not greasy. I mm-hmm. like I like it more than KFC actually. And by the way, their secret recipe is actually it's out there. You can find it. This this guy tweeted it too. Is just like yeah, you know, he's just, it was the most mundane list of ingredients. And actually, they apparently corrupted it after a few years. Like Harlan Sanders came up with this original recipe. And then they changed it, so it's not even the original recipe anymore. It's a conspiracy. Hey, hey, if I'm not wrong, I don't think they even call it the original recipe anymore, do they? Actually, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't think they do. No. I, there might be so, Yeah, you're right. Oh, fuck, man. They changed it. Bastards. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, what is uh, in the D section of the diction? Oh, that's right. Let me get her. Got it right here. Oh, look, I turned right to it. <clears throat> All right, D. We got, uh, yeah, it looks like we got three of them. All right. We First one we got is a double-barreled ship machine gun. <laughs> oh, Remember? <geez>. They, <laughs> they got the barrels pointed back at them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't realize you're <laughs> shooting yourself. <laughs> Randy? Mm-hmm. Um... All right, it's a, a gun barrel configured to shoot back at the shitoit that fires it, i.e. instant karma. <laughs> yeah, right. But if you're drunk, you won't realize that, and you'll just shoot yourself in the head, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, forward the ship brigade. Was there a man dismayed? Someone had blundered. There was not to make replay... Uh, theirs was not the reason why 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Theirs was not to make reply. Theirs was not the reason why. Theirs was but to eat shit and die. Shit bullets. Shit bullets, man. <laughs> What's this? Uh, uh, dictism. Whatever that is. Uh, the study of cosmic coincidence by posing questions and having them answered by pointing at random in dictionaries of any language. Uh, dictists believe every atom of every element contains the map of the universe. According to the admitted self-contradictory uh, precepts of dictism, uh, casualty is the fruitless study, i.e. observing the given circumstances is true science. I don't know if I even understand that. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was pretty deep there, John. <laughs> was that meant to be convoluted? I'm not sure. <laughs> or is that or is that how Ricky explains well, shit? Yeah. I don't know. In parentheses, it's got let there be light. I don't know. Dictism. Let there be light. The study of cosmic coincidence by posing questions and having them answered by pointing at random in dictionaries. Oh, Maybe, maybe, maybe that's supposed to be uh, like a reference to Taoism, like a parody of Taoism. Okay. It's quite possible. Yeah, that might be what he was getting at. I don't know. That one's a bit rough. All right. And then here's the last one of the Ds. It's uh, Dick Shitnary. Oh, <laughs> uh, there we go. Um. Uh, Ontology disguised as scatology or scatology as ontology with a philological pretense. What the shit? (laughs) Sometimes uh, exquisite flowers grow and poo and oft the simplest phrases do encompass life's perplexity. Erectus. 1324. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even so that, know that's that. A, so that's a definition of the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. That's the end of the D's right there, though, buddy. All uh, right. And you know, uh, it's no, it's no secret that uh, if you watch, if you've watched Trailer Park Boys from the very beginning up to the most recent episode, uh, which would be Trailer Park Jail. Uh, drugs always factor into it pretty predominantly, mm-hmm. and uh, partic- particularly weed and hash. And uh, yeah, I love some weed and hash. I have such limited drug experience. Uh, w- which one do you like better? Do you like the weed high or a hash high? Well, I don't know. Now that I'm older, it seems like I rarely smoke the flower, which is just regular weed. I get it, but I rarely smoke it. I'm, I only smoke concentrates these days. It's because the THC content is so much higher. And I think because I've been smoking for, you know, 30 years, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I I've, I mean, I can I get stoned a little bit, like if I go just take some regular bong loads, but it ain't nothing like if I take a couple dabs or, you know, smoke some hash or something, then I'm pretty, I'm pretty lit then. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. It's like, so it's more potent. Oh, it's definitely more potent. Definitely, definitely. In real life, it is. Yeah. Is what, a, do you do it with hot a, knives or what? What? Do you, how do you admit? Well, yeah, you can do it with hot knives. You can. You can. 
you know, put it on your weed and smoke it. I guess it all depends on the type, you know, whether you got like oil or wax or, you know, crumble hash or bubble hash or finger hash, you know, foot hash, foot hash. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done done it? That's good. Yeah. Get off the fucking driveway. (laughs) That's all my dad's got left. Yeah. Have you ever done honey oil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never made it, so don't ask me. I don't know how the process goes. But I had a buddy who used to make it, and I used to get it from him. This was like, you know, shit, like early 2000s. And, uh, yeah, I used to love that stuff because he'd get it to me and come in a little jar, like a little eyedropper thing, and I just kind of pull it out and put a couple drops like bloop, 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 right on my bowl of weed and i'm telling you dude it put almost like a it kind of reminded me of the thc version of that chocolate stuff we put on ice cream then, then it makes a shell and gets hard oh, yeah because it would because the weed would get like it would make like a, a fucking thc hard shell on this shit and yeah. yeah and i'm telling you that one bowl dude i could hit off that thing all day long and see you know and i love that stuff man so basically, what they extract the THC itself into. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just pass out the middleman, all those leaves, and you just smoke the essence. Mm-hmm. The stickiest or the ickiest, Snoop Dogg would say. That, mm-hmm. And that's what most concentrates are. Is, you know, they remove the plant product, and you get just the and all the other stuff that you don't really care about. You can get just the. Uh, THC kind of not just the THC you get all the oils and things you know because there's THC there's uh, CBDs there's there's a bunch of other things that are in inside weed also you know it's just THC is the one that gets you stoned yeah and you know I, I've been aware for years now that you know some drug dealers use the internet to sell their stuff like a lot of them use the dark web for that purpose but what is the dark web I always hear about the dark web I've never been on it how do I find it can I Google I, no dark web? I, I think you I think it takes special technology. You can't just go there. Um like my my uh I know someone is it like, is it like plat, platform nine and three quarters or something, you know? I don't know. It's I know someone who has been there and it took them a long time to get there. Uh it's I don't it's not easy. You have to use there's this tech there's a software called Tor where Basically, it makes you un- invisible online, so wherever you go, uh, cookies and stuff, they can't track you. Um, so this is what the pedophiles use. Um, but if, in terms of going to the dark web for other reasons, like I said, drugs or arms dealers and terrorists, I, I don't know. It's, it seems kind of like uh, they set up their very own network, almost like a ham radio type thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how the fuck it works, but... Uh, yeah, that I mean, but I think a lot of drug dealers use that to to communicate. But uh, it seems like they're getting more bold because I have this guy in my Instagram feed. He's just fucking selling drugs, and I'm not talking about weed, which is legal in some places now. Every fucking day, like mushrooms, he has like crystal meth. I'm looking at this fucking bag, and I'm and, like, wait a minute, these are fucking crystals. These, this is crystal meth. And uh, I don't know, he doesn't seem to be worried about that a narc could be checking out that account, about getting caught. Like, is this is this becoming more common now? Have I been sheltered I, or something? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I That seems a bit sketch to me. I've never ordered nothing like that offline. Like, 
I just go see people. Like I know to get whatever you need, I know where to get it out there. Like it's yeah, not an issue, you know. Um, but I don't know, you know. Maybe it's not meth. I know that like bath salts look a lot like that, and depending on where you might be, that might be what it is. And I know a lot of people were doing that shit for a while. And yeah, and, uh, Which, he did write crystal meth at the bottoms. so yeah or well maybe he was lying you know maybe it is bath salts are are they kind are they do they come in a crystal kind of form or they yeah 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 people were getting like crazy loaded off them and some people were flipping out and stuff and i don't know yeah he uh and i don't know well maybe it's a i never did any of them that i know of (laughs) <laughs> maybe it's a cop trying to entrap people. So maybe it's a narc, social media narcs or something. Very true. It could be a fake site trying to get people. Yeah. And then there are these drug dealers who are – they're just con artists. They sell basically shit that just doesn't work. Like I I was once with a friend. We were going to do shrooms, and she bought them and came back, and then we took them and got nothing off of them. So I guess uh, – I don't know if it was a bad crop or if this person just – sells fake shit but that there seems to be that kind of scam going around too oh there's always people that sell bunk shit dude. always especially when it comes to hallucinogens because there's no real well way to tell especially when it comes like the lsd oh dude here yeah here's some paper yeah there's some there's some blotter on that paper don't even trip dude like okay you just gotta take the dude's word for it you know so that's why you gotta know who your source is <coughs> but uh yeah, no, there's been people hustling people for years, dude. I've I've known people, or I've seen it when someone go get some cocaine and, and fucking get a bag of, uh like, a powdered sugar because it kind of looks the same, especially in the evening outside on the street corner, you know, or in the alley, you know, behind the dumpster. It looks pretty damn close, you know what I'm saying? And uh, usually people want to get to the move on so they don't, like, you know, you got to open, like, so I've always, you know, you open your shit and you, you taste it, you check it, you smell it, you you do something, you... You know, you gotta you gotta taste it before you buy it. That's just always been my opinion. But you know, I don't like getting ripped off or robbed, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I guess the word spreads about those guys after a while. But uh, I mean, I don't know if I. But I mean, do you want to take a risk fucking with cokeheads? I mean, some of those people are violent. You know, the. I mean, and it costs them a lot of money to well. buy it. <laughs> You know, uh, people can say what they want about Bill Cosby, and I agree with most of them. But Bill Cosby himself, a stand-up, was was a hilarious stand-up. And during that stand-up, he does a joke, and he's talking about that. He's talking to somebody who does cocaine all the time. And then the guy's like, cocaine just enhances my mood, man. Just enhances my mood. And whatever mood I'm in, and like however I'm feeling, like how just enhances it, man. And, and Bill Cosby goes, yeah, but what if you're naturally an asshole? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a good point. Well, that's the thing, too, because a lot of guys end up becoming belligerent, right? They take that shit. And then and then they're just, they feel invincible and they go around starting fights and shit. So well, coke ain't so much to worry about. You ain't got too much to worry about that, dude. Now when you're getting to uh, <coughs> meth and things like that, that's where people can get a bit crazy. I'll admit that. Yeah, yeah. You get a bit weird on that, and that's because you know you're up for many many days. You know, and that's what happens is when you're up for many days, you start to get sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation's a motherfucker, bro. That's what causes the hallucinations and the voices and the deliriums and delusions and all. It's the it's it's the sleep deprivation. It isn't anything else, you know. Uh, so 
Yeah, I mean, coke, I mean, fuck, dude. You do a couple bumps, you get fucking coked out, your face gets numb, uh, you know, you want to fucking, I don't know, do that a lot, and then 45 minutes later it goes away. You know, coke's not that bad, in my opinion. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a, long, it's been a long time since I've done it, but... I'm just saying, well, you know. I mean, I mean, drugs are bad. Kids don't do drugs, okay? No. <laughs> just weed, weed's Fuck, fine. Fucking, that's right, and tons of liquor, tons and tons of liquor. Maybe a little hash. So be yeah, good. for sure. Well, it's like Chris yeah, Rock yeah. was Chris Rock was saying the reason why Chris Farley died is because it wasn't just that he did drugs; it's that he had money to do drugs. He could spend ten grand on cocaine, whereas if he had yeah. been broke, that's kind of hard. That's pretty hard to do. I mean. I don't know how many people would have wanted him to suck their dick for cocaine. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I was watching. I know this is greasy. I was watching. Uh, this is a real thing. Uh, crack horror porn. There's also meth horror porn, but this shit's real. I know it is because like it didn't show the guy's face. He's like taping it with an iPhone. But like real coke horrors, uh, crack horrors, meth horrors, and you can tell these chicks are the real deal. These are not really hot girls that they dress down i mean the the one the worst one that i saw was this chick so from the neck down her body looked like maybe she was in her late 20s but she had the face of like a 70 year old woman i mean that's how much shit this this girl has done and then uh it's still kind of hot but kind of depressing too it's a little <laughs> a little sadness to go with it it's a little it's sexy and sad at the same time but you know if you can just get past that it's fine but uh and the, it seems like this it's the same guy going around doing it too he's made a bunch of them they're on porn hub but uh you ever see those chicks around they i think they used to call them strawberries <laughs> Wait, the, like the crack whore girls? Yeah, doing – well, I guess not just specific, just crack, but yeah, uh, prostitutes who just do it for drugs as opposed to just money. Or, uh, I mean, I've never watched the crack whore porns or anything, but I mean, I know they're out there. I mean, you yeah. can find anything. <laughs> are, they in, are they in your area or are you in kind of a sketchy area or – Oh, no, I live up in the middle of nowhere in the mountains in, like, a redneck community. There ain't nothing around here, but, like, there's, like, a cow pasture across the highway, and oh, there's some okay. houses around here. Like, yeah, no, I'm not near the city or anything like that. There's nothing around me. Uh, now, I've lived, okay, when I went to the culinary school, and uh, I lived down in San Francisco, okay, going to the culinary school, I lived right in, um, uh, right off uh, the Knob Hill, right between Knob Hill and uh the tenderloin district and um i used to call it the tender knob because i lived on the road that separated the two districts between the knob hill and the tenderloin and the tenderloin if you go ahead and google it um you know america google it the tenderloin in, in san francisco is a pretty risque place you know and uh what street was i on i was on was it bush street i think it was bush street I'm, yeah yeah bush street okay anyway uh Bush and Polk, I think, is what, a, or yeah, something like that. Anyway, the school is down on Polk and Turk. But anyway, uh, I'm telling you, every single night, right outside my building, uh, there were uh, whores running up and down the street, 
uh, freaking pimps outside, you know, bitch, where's my money? Smack, smack, smack. You know, it was crazy, <laughs> dude. You know, I mean, you'd just be walking down to school. It'd be, it'd be three o'clock in the afternoon. You'd be walking to school and some chick would just come out of nowhere and be like, hey, $25, I'll suck your dick behind this dumpster right now. <laughs> that is no. so awkward, isn't it? It kind of is, yeah. especially when they're not hot or they're really a dude. <laughs> well, it was San Francisco, wasn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, a lot of trannies there. Which, I mean, whatever, you want to do whatever you want to do with yourself. I mean, that don't pertain to me. I don't give a shit, you know. Well, yeah, I mean. Just don't, uh, you know, try to think that I have to fucking think the way you think just because you think the way you think. I don't expect everybody to think the way I think, so don't expect me to think the way you think, you know. Yeah. You go yeah. do what you want to do, you know. <laughs> well, there are ugly prostitutes. That's definitely a thing. Definitely, definitely. There's definitely. I mean, have you ever been to the strip club at fucking two in the afternoon? I have not. Uh, I've never ate food there either. But you know. <laughs> nice. I was about that. <laughs> you know, I me mean, neither. But I always imagine it's like you know the way less attractive, probably some pregnant women, maybe some like C-section scars, <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> Overweight, you know, uh, because there are people who are into that. Like no matter how you look, don't worry about that. Someone will find you sexy. There's a there's yeah. a kink for everybody. There really is. That's and, true, and uh, also they're really cheap yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as it's healthy and consensual among adults, shit, I don't give a shit, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so why the pimps were just they were just smacking them around? Oh, yeah, sometimes, dude. Sometimes, man. I watched this one one time and like. Fucking weird, you know. I was like, what was I, like six stories up or just whatever. So you just look, you can hear them outside screaming. You look down, and you know, there's freaking 10, 15 girls running across the street while one or two or three dudes are just out there yelling and you know, faster. It's like, fuck, dude. It's like, this is just normal life. This, it's a Tuesday, it's Tuesday night to these people, you know, to this shit. Like, it's like, fuck, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think prostitution should be legalized. I think it's a victimless crime. You know, that's the oldest profession for yeah. sure. For well, sure. I mean, well, I mean, it's not a victimless crime if it, if a pimp has like forced no, the chicken into it, like if she's a drug addict. But sure. if it were regulated, then they would have to operate in like a place where they're protected, they're safe, and they'd have to. The Johns would have to use condoms and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So you know, yeah. I, I've, I've always said if, if if I was a chick, I'd be emperor of the world by now, dude. I would have banged yeah. my way into control of everything. You know, your hands because, transfers. women hold all the power between their legs, all yes. of it, everything. Well, when's the last time you persuaded a woman to lend you money by uh, offering sexual favors? Like, when would that ever work? You know, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I have had some women that had more than me and they tend to go my way, you know, pay my way and things like that. Like. It's it, it's come both ways, you know. I've I've paid and I've been you know been paid not for sex, but like <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, I guess this one time I kind of did. Okay, I was participating in Beta Breakers in San Francisco, and I got really hammered, bro. Because I don't know if anyone ever did Beta Breakers, or at least the way it used to be. I don't know. It's been years since I've checked it out, but like from start, like as soon as the fire, you know, everyone takes off running. After all the people in it go, anyone can walk the. Uh, the course uh and from start line to finish line 
basically anything next to like you know assault murder rape things like that are is legal so i mean there's people jogging naked there's fucking fraternities with Uh, beer floats that are shooting like keg cannons of beer at people and everyone's walking around drink like drinking it's like it's just a big party for i'm I'm literally not playing people jogging naked I, i watched it men and women uh, you have to say on the 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 course the the distance you know it's, it's like seven point two k you know kilometers or whatever the hell it was uh or ten kilometers or something like that I don't remember but anyway it went from somewhere or like down, towards downtown uh a, a few ways from market and everything and then went out towards the ocean on on the west coast and uh fucking um anyway I met this chick somewhere around drunk you know and we were partying for a while and. When we got out towards the end where the thing ended, there was this big, like, building with a pool and a beach. And, like, the, there was a big after-party thing going on for things. And so we worked our way up into that, you know, because I've always found my way to get into after-parties, even if I'm not supposed to be there. Uh, and then I, I ended up getting head from her in the bushes at one point. And then I realized that I was, like, miles away from where I'm supposed to be. And none of the people that I started this day with are anywhere around me. And I don't really know where I'm at. And I'm dead broke because I spent all my money on everything that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this chick actually gave me bus money. <laughs> so I can catch the bus. You're right, wasn't it? That was very sweet of her. She gave me head and bus money, you know? Like, <laughs> she was a wonderful lady, you know? I give her fucking, what is it, five stars on Yelp or whatever? Like, she's got a fucking yeah. full on, you know? Uh, but anyway, yeah, so she, so I was able to take the bus back down into downtown. So once I got downtown, and I I, I know my way around there, fucking stumbling hammered, it don't matter. Once once I get back down and in, in towards Market, you know, Tenderloin, Van Ness, you know, all that shit, uh I'm good to go. I can stumble around there all day. I know my way around. Uh, you know, fucking Chinatown, Japantown. Those are my hoods, you know. Not really, you know. But but I've, I've spent a lot of time there. I, I lived there for, uh, shoot, about a year when I was going to culinary. And then my family's uh, uh, lived down in the city for, you know, shit forever. So I've been going down there off and on for a long time, too. And... Anytime growing up in Napa, it's only like 45 minutes to San Francisco, at, you know, as teenagers and whatnot growing up, when we skate, let's go to the city, shit, that was like every other day, or at least every weekend we take off, and it was always San Francisco, it was never really Oakland. Wonder how well uh, Smokey would do in the tenderloin, huh? Oh, dude. <laughs> he'd eat like a king, man. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what, what is the fee? Uh, six Dairy Queen coupons? Or, uh... I think that's what Smokey was <laughs> Yeah. Or ten bucks or six Dairy Queen coupons. That's what it was. Ten bucks or six Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'd be the sexiest beast out there. Oh yeah, Smokey. Yeah. Hey, man, woman, or other. I can tell you that right now. I guess. Well, did so? Did you see like people like in the bushes or alleyways having sex in that area? Oh yeah, you could see like you know ankles sticking out from behind dumpsters every once in a while and (laughs) you know shit like that and like yeah, I mean that stuff went on, man. Yeah, I I haven't seen much of that here. Toronto is like a much more sexually repressed city. Like I one one night, I was out at a beach and uh, I don't know why. I just had this feeling like people are having sex nearby. Maybe it's that subconscious way of how you can pick up on the pheromones or something like that. And mm. I happened I happened to look over and I saw a guy's ass sliding back and forth. So they're like, okay. <laughs> I had an intuition there. 
But, you know, I have this theory, like if prostitution were legal, I think that a lot more women than we think would be doing it to earn a living. And, and a friend of mine was saying, she said, you know, like every guy wants to fuck me anyway, so I might as well charge money for it. Like, why should I just give it out for free, right? So a lot of them she didn't find attractive, but, you know, if they're willing to pay hey, big bucks, you know. Hey, I got I got one word for you, man. Only fans. Only fans, that's right, yeah. There's your proof right there. It's yeah. legal, and every, everyone's doing – well, not everyone, but most people, and most people you don't even realize. No, she'd never – Rebecca would never be doing that. Yeah, Rebecca probably is, dude. You know? She doesn't <laughs> sorry, even have to get so, naked. Sorry for all the Rebeccas out there that aren't. <laughs> well, I mean, Gina Harrison doesn't even take off all her clothes, She, so I guess uh, – I mean, exactly. You don't have to. And, why, and, and you, you're right. Not everyone would. Not everyone would. But I'd be willing to bet that, yeah, yeah, there'd be more. Like, like if it was legitimate, like if they can get like you know some benefits, you know, like a four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah. You know, I th- I think our I think our hookers need four hundred one k. I think and they, they can, do. If they're students, they can do it after hours. You know. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey. So so you know that old adage, that old saying, stripping my way through college. Yeah. Okay. I actually did meet two of them, dude, when I was going to culinary. Okay, across the street from the culinary school, there was a bar. Uh, and uh, there were these two really hot chicks in there. And me and one of my buddies were sitting there having a good old time with them all night one night. And uh, this was years ago. I was, you know, I was still kind of younger and skinnier back then. I put on a little bit of dad bod since then, you know, put on a little bit of a belly. But back then, I was still a little bit slim. I was kind of, you know, kind of young and hot. But anyway, uh these girls like they were telling us how that they're they strip over broadway showgirls down there in the city and and uh well one's the cocktail waitress girl and the other's a stripper but the cocktail waitress girl was just as hot as this i'm telling you i don't know why she didn't she just i don't know but she, and when i i'm telling you she she was she was walking around in stripper clothes serving drinks i'll tell you that much right now she was she was more than half naked if you get to my point you know like <laughs> so it's like girl you might as well shake it a little bit and make a few extra dollars but hey whatever uh who am i to judge uh Anyway, they were like, they want, they kept telling it to come on down, come on down. And, you know, and I'm just like, that's what I was like. Oh, okay, here's the, that's where here, I finally get it. They're here just to fucking try to remit. They go to school for sure, probably, because they're wearing the chef clothes. Like, they got the clothes, you know, they're wearing it. Uh, that's why we, I didn't believe they were stripping. And they were like, no. And then they pulled out uh, free entry passes. All you got to do is buy a drink when you come in, you know, so you can get the cover charge covered and it's like a 25 dollar a head cover charge or something so i was like uh, we're like all right all right all right yeah we'll come for sure we'll come now for sure like if we can get it and, and they were valid the date was good like they weren't bullshit like all right yeah we'll see you there tonight so we ended up going and fucking uh yeah you know the one chick that she stripped and the and it was kind of kind of cool to uh the server girl and see this is what i'm talking about you know uh, I didn't really need a lot of money all the time because back when I was still young and super hot. Now I'm just kind of kind of old, chunky, and still kind of hot though. But I'm old. But uh, yeah. but but I'm I was really young and hot back then. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she ended up buying me my drink too. Like I came in was like I was like yeah uh, I know I got to get a drink, but I don't have money to spend you know 15 bucks or whatever it is for fucking you know the the drink or whatever. And she was just like well don't worry I'll get it for you. And so she totally got it. And and we ended up going back, and I ended up fucking banging that cocktail waitress for sure. Well, that's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, that was way awesome, dude. 
That was way awesome. But yeah, I got. She gave me free admission, bought my drink, and banged me. Those Man, places. That, that was back with a bit. See, that's the thing. Call the city what you want, but that, those were all during when I that and the uh, the the trip with the, the where I got head and the bus fair and all that that was all during the same like year i was living down there going to school <laughs> that's a good fucking year holy shit that was a great year man how what year was that 2003 you should have kept a scrapbook or something 2003 was it three or was it four i think it was three fuck that was a long time ago yeah yeah how old, how old yeah. was i then i was 21 Strip clubs make so much money. The door charge, oh, overpriced watered down drinks. Uh, on top of that, the dancers have to pay the club to dance there, which is why they do the lap dances to get you to give them money, because otherwise they don't make shit. So, dude, I've always wanted to. Dude, I, we should open a strip club. We really should. It, but I got an idea. We'll open a weed strip club. Think about it, okay? No yeah. liquor. I, mean, I guess we could sell liquor in another room or something. I guess because that's where you, that's where you make a lot most of your money. You always make money on the liquor. But uh, um, I guess you make a lot of money on the strippers too. But in restaurants and things, you make money on the liquor. But anyway, a weed friendly strip club. So it's like, I mean, it ain't just guys drunk that like boobs. Stone guys like boobs too, right? Like who yeah. doesn't like boobs, right? Okay, well, and then. Weed is an aphrodisiac for me. Right, right. And uh, the stripper girls would probably feel more comfortable because they wouldn't have a bunch of drunk dickheads pawing all of them all the time. They'd have stone guys that are, yeah, kind of dickhead shit too, but slightly more respectful because they're just stone. They've they've got some, you know, morals left. Liquor takes them all away. You know that. (laughs) Uh, Right? And then, like, you know. Then also no one would complain about the fucking strip club food because everyone's stoned. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna eat more fruit. The food, you're exactly, right. Exactly right. First, See what I'm saying? Never, I don't think anyone trusts that fucking food, even right. if it's drunk. But uh, with weed, I don't know. You just want to eat the shit. And, so if and if it's a weed strip club where like they can buy and smoke weed there and all that stuff. We could probably get the permit so we can cook, so you can make, like, edibles. So, like, when people eat the food, they get even more stoned, so they buy more food and just keep eating. Cause, but they're, And then they just get more stoned, so they wind up buying more food. That, 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 that's a perfect business model. We should open up the Dirty Dancer. Right? Don't sign it on Real Park, boys. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Uh, I guess we could throw a couple. I think I guess we could throw a couple uh, weight machines in the corner. So for guys that want to do oh, some, yeah. you know, some, some fucking bench press or something, you know, because you know Julian's gonna want to hit the weight a couple times while he's there. Have you ever seen this in a strip club? I went to one where it was weird because I go into the the men's room, and there are all these. They look like urinals, but they're made of wood. There's no plumbing, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And my friend tells me Wait, that it's place a exists. To jerk off in. Yeah, it's a thing for you. I don't know if it was just this club that came up with that, but supposedly if you're if you're like so turned on you can't Dude. handle it anymore, you go in there and beat off. So I thought that was kind of oh, a while back. I well I thought of an idea for a, a strip club, but it'd be a gay like a gay club, you know. And no, I'm not gay, but I don't mind opening a business because you know who else goes to gay clubs? straight women and That's when they go when they go oh wait you're the owner of the club oh and you're not gay oh yes we want to blow you that's exactly how it would go but anyway a club called the men's room which apparently there is one but it's an entire locker room themed club so it's like showers and fucking you know locker so it looks like the inside of the fucking you know the locker room 
the you know the 49ers locker room or whatever or the Toronto Raptors locker room you know what I'm saying it, it's 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 a locker room themed and it's called the men's room and it's just a big you know gay night dance club thing you know it didn't have to be a sex club it should be a dance club nightclub thing and, and gay men have money because they don't it, have totally bro right they don't have wives and children so they have more money to spend do you think we sound totally like sexist and shit right now <laughs> well not not really i'm just stating a fact. I I've, heard, I've, heard a gay, I've heard a gay man say that you know they're just like most of them don't marry and don't have children so they they have money to spend you know they can go out to a place like that um but I, well i mean i once it's interesting though, i once watched uh it was like a bachelorette party at a club where male strippers dance, and a bunch of them took turns like sucking the guy's dick. I don't know how common that is, but uh, really, when they get together and drink and there's a schlong swinging around, I guess they get really wild wait, that wait, way. Wait, the girls did? They all start to take turns blowing them? Yeah. No, I mean this was like a porn site. I don't know maybe if it was staged or not, but they just. Uh, a few of the women, not all of them, but a Shit, few. Shit, I'm them, in the wrong business. Yeah, a few of them took <laughs> sucking this male stripper's dick, you know. Uh. But it's interesting though. Have you ever met a girl who was dating a male stripper? I never have. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Because I, I mean, I read like well, one person explained it saying he's basically in a subservient position to women, so they find that a turnoff, even though. He looks the way they like men to look. It's the fact that, uh, yeah, he's he's really kind of beneath them in that position. So that's why you don't meet a lot of women. I would, I would imagine it's more along the lines of women are like super jealous creatures and they don't want their dudes swinging their junk and other ch- like uh, 20 different chicks' faces every night. Yeah, that would probably have something to do with it as well. Yeah. 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 yeah, women get real. They're like they're like lionesses, man. Females, dude, they get they get real territorial. Like, yeah, males are ter- male lions are territorial, but like the women lion, bro, they don't yeah. fuck around. Don't fuck around in their hood. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't come sniffing their Cheerios. You know, you'll find out what's happening real quick. <laughs> yeah, like it must be difficult for like male porn stars who are straight because uh, the w- women have to live with the knowledge that. He's making a living fucking other women, and it's on other people can see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, you'd have to only be with another porn star, wouldn't you think? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but that doesn't seem to last long either. Like I've read some biography, like Jenna Jameson, she's she's had relationships with porn stars, and none of them seem to last very long. Well, do anyone in Hollywood's last forever? I mean, shit, even Brad and Angelina finally broke up. Yeah, that's true. You know, but also, the thing with Jenna Jameson is you've seen her get fucked by other guys and everyone you know is going to see her get fucked by other guys because they're going to watch the porn online. So, like, she kind of fucked her life up in a way. I and mean, can you imagine what it's going to be like for her kids? She has a couple of kids. And when they're te- – I don't know if they're teenagers now, but their fucking friends are going to watch these videos. And I, I hope they haven't been bullied because of it. But you know, I mean, when usually when guys say, "Yeah, your mom's a whore. She's she sucks fifty dicks a day or whatever," it's not true. But with if, with her, <laughs> I don't know. If I was a young guy and I found out that my kid I went to school with, the kid in my class, his mom was Janet Jameson, and I knew who that was, I'd probably want to be his friend because you know how many of them friends' moms fantasies happen in porno. 
Yeah, yeah. You might be that one, dude. I don't give a shit, dude. At 16 or 15 or when you ain't got none, you're not saying she would. She, that, that's, you know, that's stalker shit, pedophile shit, you know what I'm saying? But you get my point. Like, you know, you could, uh, fuck, bro, just hang it. Oh, you're hanging out with a porn star? Bro, even if you don't get none, that's just, that's still going to be the most memorable days of your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, plus you, know, plus, you never know. You might get lucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how they make money in porn now. Like, you, like so much of it is free. I don't know where the money comes from because why bother paying at this point? You know, with porn. It has, it has to be like the subscriptions and shit, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. But there's uh oh, and here's a, here's sort of a six degrees of separation thing for Trail of Park Boys and Halifax. Peter North, the famous porn star, he's from Halifax. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he may have moved to uh, L.A. when he was like in his like 19 or 20 or something like that. But yeah, that's where he's from originally. In, you know, speaking of strippers and male strippers and stuff, dude, I don't know. I don't know if I ever talked about it or told you about, but when I was went and saw the boys live back in 2018, and we got off the bus, me and my friend, uh, my best friend Kevin, and and our other good buddy, best buddy Virginia. Um, we're walking down the road. There was here. I got a picture, bro. I'll send it to you real quick. I got a bunch of pictures that night, but it was just a. This dude was it's like a go-go dancer thing. He was just standing on the corner, freaking outside, like on the street, getting his dance on, dude. Just and uh, yeah, up on, no, up on a big old box and everything. And Virginia, um, she loved it, and knows that I'm, you know, a bit wild and crazy and especially when i get a bit liquor in me i'll you know so she's like fucking pose with this guy stand out i want a picture stand with him so here's here's the picture that we wanted to take and i realize now looking back that yes that is that dude's junk like right by the back of my head <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you've seen it, i just sent it to you so uh what, what year was that again when you saw uh I, I think it was 2018 Here's a. Oh yeah, so I was gonna ask you if if uh, Richard Collins, aka Phil Collins, was in the stage show, but uh, he passed no. away in 2013. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and and what happened was is I had previously bought tickets for the December the third show of 17, uh, right? And I hope I'm getting my years right. Uh, but John passed away. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, when he died, yeah. Right after I purchased my tickets. We were supposed to go to the uh, uh, Christmas uh, the Christmas tour with, with Leahy with the liquor bag and Randy the Elf. Because my, my, my youngest brother's birthday is December 3rd, and my best friend Kevin, the guy who I went with, uh, his birthday is uh, December 2nd. And uh, so we were going to go. And, um, fuck, I hope I got that right. It's either the second or the fourth. I swear I always get them mixed up and I don't know why, but it's, it's the second. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, anyway, then, um, you know, Mr. John passed and so they postponed the show and they put it off till April 7th. Uh, I think I just sent you this one. I'm going to do it again just in case. Uh, I'm looking uh, at that go go dancer right now. He looks suspiciously <laughs> like Bernard Robichaux, who plays Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, 
freaking so then they when they postponed it they brought it back up for april 7th 2018 and my birthday is april 3rd so uh i thought that was pretty cool but i found it funny like the show was dated for you know right at my brother and best friend's birthday uh and then they postponed it and then they brought it back on like just a couple days after my birthday you know and i was like dude that's just so cool uh and then the big guy on the right is Kevin. Oh, that's Kevin. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. let's see here. Uh, here. Oh wait. Oh wait. Here. He could, have done, he, this could have, he could have done Phil Collins. He could have done cosplay for him. Get the mustard tiger shirt. <laughs> oh, definitely could have. Definitely could have. I tried to get him on. They had a um. Uh. Uh, here, there's a picture of me and Kevin coming downstairs. I, I, I walked around with that parking cone on my head for like hours. We found it walk when we got off the bus. Like, no, I, before we even got on the tram from the hotel to ride over there, I carried that thing all night with us, dude, brought it into the show. It, dude, it stayed at the show with us. Uh, freaking, I remember, dude, man. Oh, I barely remember. I was so wasted. Um, we were, we, we were on, we were down on the ground floor, right? But we were like, like 30 rows back or so. And, uh, I remember at like part of the way through the show, I noticed, uh, like six or seven rows back, there was, uh, uh, there was like five empty seats just sitting there. And so, Virginia and Kevin ended up going to get some more drinks and snacks or whatever, and I stayed there when they came back. Oh, no, Virginia was still there, too. I think Kevin uh, just took off. But I ended up taking off up front. And then uh, when they got back or when he got back, Virginia, you know, they were like, we're and like I started calling. And they saw me way up there, and I, I ended up, you know, and they didn't want to at first. They were chicken shit. I'm like, you bastards, come on. I got a whole fucking like half a row here. We're fucking right here. Come on. <laughs> get up here, you know? And, uh, Finally, I convinced them to come down, man. It, it was great, dude. Uh, I started a fuck George Green chant that the whole crowd picked. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about George Green, and I and, and I'm telling you, there's one YouTube video I can't find it. I try. I, my uh, Virginia found it once and sent it to me, and I don't know what the hell happened. It was in my old phone a while ago, and uh, but there's a video of that showing, and you can clear as a bell. It, trust me, it's my voice, and anyone who's listening to me on the radio will know my voice. Like if you don't see me, you just hear me. You know it's me. Trust me. Once you know me, uh, it's it's obviously me. And you hear me drunk starting. Fuck George Green. Fuck George Green. Fuck. And dude, by like the fourth or fifth, and it it blows some of my friends' minds. Like I I can easily like I can get people to join in and follow and and agree with and do like I'm, I'm good at i guess i guess uh it's instigating shit i don't know what you know or i'm good at speaking or getting people's attention like people anyway and before you with within a future you know you start hearing them here's four here's five pretty soon you got the whole crowd fuck george green and, and bubbles and them are just standing there for a minute quiet just smiling looking <laughs> around <laughs> and that, so that was awesome and they, they 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 brought people up to do a big gut challenge and i try to get my buddy kevin to go up there but he fucking wouldn't go up there because you know he's an insecure and he's a big guy and yeah yeah you know and i get it i get it i do you know but like fuck i think he could have won <laughs> and like I, we could have and i mean to to get up there though but he's also not like me like he couldn't just jump up on stage in front of everybody in the house and just be cool you know like i would have no problem uh and fucking i'd probably rip my shirt off and sleep you know i should have tried like mine's i'm not like 
I mean, I'm kind of fat, you know, I'm in the high to mid twos, like two sixty ish seven. So I got a nice boiler on me, but, uh, but I'm not fat big guy by any means. And I guess that's more Randy. He's more of a big boiler anyway, too. So, uh, uh, it might've worked, but I mean, the, the guys that did get up there, there were some big dudes. Like I wouldn't have stood a chance, you know, their bellies could eat my belly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Go ahead. I imagine at least probably 30 to 40% of the audience was drunk as they probably are at every show. Right. Oh yeah, of course, dude. Everyone was wasted, dude. I was smoking weed inside there, man. You know, like it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're probably used to that. Yeah. Yeah, and then Bubbles performed um, uh, Liquor and Whores and Who's Got Your Belly, and it was so fun. And so if you see the pictures I sent you, dude, I didn't take any pictures. Kevin didn't take any pictures. Virginia remembered to snap a couple, and so that like I, I those like six or seven I just sent you, or five or six or whatever it is. That's all we have literally, and so it kind of sucks. We got yeah. none of Julian, uh, none of Randy, but I know he was there. Fucking like. It's none of the none of the the belly contest. I mean, I was too busy cheering it on and screaming and 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 talking shit and yelling and uh, dude, I had a blast, man. I had a blast. I was did off. They, the did you end up so any of the uh, specials that they the live stage specials that they recorded for Netflix after that? Did you recognize the content from the show that you saw? Oh yeah, you you were always do like I I watch I used to watch a lot of stand up comedy. And like, like one of my favorite comedians is Ralphie May, and I used to watch a lot of his. And then I saw him live, and like, yeah, you definitely you're you're gonna do that, you know? They 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 only have so much material at times until they write new stuff, you know what I'm saying? So they take part of this show and part of that show and part of that show, and they make a whole new show, you know what I'm saying? And it's really just excerpts from these, you know, three or four or five different shows. So yeah, I mean, I I recognize things, and you 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 could hear jokes that they did on the series you know or in the movies and uh but it's still funny like who cares i never saw it live until that moment so it didn't matter i mean it was a lifelong dream for me like i mean i've been a fan like i mean since the moment i heard it like like i said when i was dude i used to be homeless like i think i told you this and dude i i can remember my buddy used to i'd call him up and he just he'd put his phone down next to his tv with it playing and i'd just leave my phone on and i'd go to sleep in my tent and lay there in the dark and like listen to it like it's a bedtime story and shit just because like it just Yeah, yeah you know and it was cool because my life's been dysfunction since day one man and to see other dysfunctional people out there uh, just made me feel very not alone, if that makes sense, you know. Well, made me feel it, like gave me a place like like I know that no matter what people can say what they want or think what they want, I know I belong up in Sunnyvale. <laughs> Whether I ever go or not, it doesn't matter. I got a home. <laughs> Ricky makes me feel better about myself. It's it's very true. It's like <laughs> he, makes me feel smarter. He, he makes me feel a little richer. <laughs> right. He's he's at but, the very bottom, you know. Well, actually, Ray does that too, because Ray lived at the fucking dump. So right. Yeah. But I will say, I I think we all could aspire to be a little more like Ricky or Ray. Not so much in that we're loaded and crazy and shoot guns off in the park, but I mean, they their lives don't suck. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, they they are very good at seeing the silver lining of any situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know. Uh, they, yeah, they don't sit around talking about how everything's fu- – I mean, yes, things get fucked, and Ricky will scream off about how shit's fucked, but it's fucked right now. Later on, he's happy with it. Like, he, like, he loves living in the car, and jail's not too bad, and jail's awesome, and fucking – he loves – jail, yeah. 
Yeah, right? Like, like things aren't a problem. Like, things are – like, his, he loves his life. And so uh, I well, think we – go ahead. Yeah, it's like Sarah pointed out mm-hmm. in one of the movies. She said uh, – see, it's, it's really because of Julian that they keep going back to jail because Ricky will establish a steady revenue stream of just selling small quantities of pot. But then Julian always says, no, we've got to sell it all in one go. We'll make $500,000. And then they get caught and they go to jail and mm-hmm. someone else ends up with the money. So actually, it's Julian's fault that they often end up going to jail. I think she also says something about how he's the one always coming up with the schemes and getting yeah. everybody involved. Which I guess is kind of true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because uh, yeah. and then, of course, Bubbles doesn't ever want to get involved, but he feels no, no, like he has Bubbles to. Never. Yeah, well, but tonight I was watching the the episodes uh, in in season eight where they with Horrigan and the crabs and everything, the Dirty Dancer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a nice, good. Nice, nice, nice. I haven't watched any old episodes in a while. I keep saying I'm going to, and I want to. I'm well. I'm on the fence about whether I'm going to watch season nine because uh, season nine and ten because I hate Leslie Dancer. And hate candy, and I'm just like, what? I don't know what to do. Maybe just I I didn't like Leslie Dancer that much, but I will say that one of my favorite scenes ever, or or two of my favorite scenes ever pertain. I mean, I don't know. Jim Leahy and and Leslie Dancer in a scene together, just the two of them were gold, but they really were. And look, I'm and I'm talking later on, like. Like the one where they're sitting there and and uh, they're trying to figure out how they're gonna get back in the park and Jim it's one of my you, know, it's, you saw me post it the other day on on our Facebook page uh, you know I'm just gonna let the liquor do the thinking the yeah. liquor will figure it out and then remember then all of a sudden they come back and they want him to come and he's like you want me to come to the park you want me to the park and he's like, the liquor figured it out the liquor figured it out the liquor remember that that whole day that episode of those two. I fucking love it, man. I love that little setup he had, Leahy, during that episode, man. That little camper he had with his Until chair outside. And Barb took it away. <sighs> right? Oh, I hated that, man. That was so mean. That was yeah, so mean. Yeah. That's why. That's why I, I hate Candy because she's yeah, later she's the whole thing. Such and, a bully. And Barb was a bitch during those episodes. So, and Don. I wish I wish Ricky did kick her ass that one time, dude. Didn't they get in a fight? And she, she uh, no, it was Randy. It was oh, Randy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she gave him a purple nurple on both. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, did you uh, watch uh, Corey Bowles' show, the new show? Okay, I watched the, the first I watched the first episode. Uh, it's the Ricky Brown Uplifting Hour. Uh, I watched the first episode, and it was pretty funny. Uh, the second episode came out on Sunday yesterday, and I forgot to watch it. I feel like a douche. I totally should have. Um, so I'll probably watch it here later tonight. Uh, the first one was only like ten minutes long. Uh, I have no clue about this one. Um, but so it's, it's funny. Like, sounds like it's similar to uh, My Name Is Dolomite. Uh, well, no, it's a uh, it's a reli- it's as if you're watching Sunday Morning Church. Oh, on TV. yeah. So he's he's a it's Ricky Brown, and he acts like James Brown. Used oh, to. I see. He spins. He's got the cape. Oh God, go! You know, he's fucking. He's kind of greasy, right? Kind of, yeah. He acts just like James Brown, but he's a minister, 
But uh, and it's funny in the in the first you gotta watch it, man. In the first episode, his his sermon he's given his 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 message is on um uh patience, you know, and not being impatient to people and having patience and all that. And the whole time he's so impatient with everybody. And there's only there's like no he's talking to people behind the camera, like cussing, like talking shit. And then he get back, patience is, and then he starts talking. God damn it, Billy, what I say about the light in my face like this, you know, like. <laughs> It is, dude. It was pretty funny, and uh, so I don't know what the message is this week. I should fucking pull it up. Let's see what it says. I got the SwearNet app right here on my phone. Once again, shameless plug. Anyone out there who doesn't have it, I recommend get it. Go to SwearNet.com. It's a dollar ninety nine. All kinds of content. It's fun. Shameless plug, just for the boys. That's the only reason why I'm doing it. I wouldn't shamelessly plug anybody or anything else. Except for maybe, you know, something we're, you're doing or we're doing, you know what I'm saying, working. <laughs> Till they pay us, we ain't doing shit for anyone else but the trailer park was. Anyway. I tried, I tried to get interviews and none of them responded, so, yeah. That's all right. Okay. Maybe, we, maybe we can get a few more listeners, you know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so episode two is entitled The Flames Licked at My Face. I have no idea what it's about, but... There's, have you watched any of the shorts, the jail shorts that they've been releasing now? They released two of I, those. I didn't watch the shorts. No, I just watched the regular episodes. Okay. So they got shorts. Uh, the first one, um, it's basically just Ricky, I think. The first one, and they're only you know like five, six minutes long. First one, Ricky's pissed off because they're serving chicken nuggets instead of chicken fingers on Chicken Finger Day, and so he oh, makes a big, he makes a big shit show about chicken fingers versus chicken nuggets, and uh, you gotta watch it. It's great. And then the second episode, uh, uh, Terry runs in to tell him, you know, dude, they just put pepperoni in the vending machine, and you know, Ricky and his pepperoni, he fucking loses his shit, so he grabs all his change and takes off, and he's he goes like, no, fuck off, everybody, I'm buying all the pepperoni, and he starts buying the pepperoni, and it gets wedged in there, and so he reaches up in the machine to get the fucking pepperoni out, and he gets his arm stuck, and then the episode's him stuck in there with his arm fucking, <laughs> you know, yeah. fucking bitching and complaining with everybody about getting his. The episode two is my fucking arm. Uh, Oh, my fucking arm. It ate it. That's the name of episode two of the jail shorts. Uh, I don't see the first one right here. Yeah, I got to watch that. Fucking... It would have been interesting to see what would have happened if Phil Collins had gone into jail with them. That would have been. Oh, dude, I miss Phil Collins, man. Yeah, that, for me, that's been the character of the week. I've been, for some reason, getting all these flashbacks of Phil Collins. Phil kind of reminds me of my uh, dearly departed Papa Barry. You know, he was a, you know, shorter, fat, bald, white guy. You know, like he kind of reminds me of Phil in a way. Uh, totally yeah, not, totally nice, but capable of losing his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I always, yeah, I really did like Phil. And you know, like I don't know, like Countdown to Liquor Day is the most like uh iconic thing that they've ever done because it's the first thing i actually really ever saw that i think believe it or not uh it was you know shortly after it came out and then i went and i discovered the series and binged them all i mean it was in 2007 2008 sometime you know uh but anyway um like i don't know it's just I, it's like the last time I see Phil up walking around. Cause you remember he's in the next movie that came out years later, but he's in the wheelchair, and then he's gone right after that, you know? 
Oh, that well, he yeah, that was in um yeah he died uh, while they were in the middle of making don't legalize don't it. legalize it yeah you know he was in the wheelchair in that one you know so it's like it's the last time you see Phil up moving around burp gut fighting and all that type of <laughs> stuff you know what I'm saying and so uh and and plus I don't know it being the first thing that I ever really saw and I must have watched it a million times and count down to liquor day is the is probably the freaking biography of my life. You know, being being a big fucking drunken party idiot that I've been most of my life, you know, and the issues well, and the fights and the jails and the all the chaos and the fucking so it just you know, that movie and so like every time I see him like that that part when Bubbles is walking up and the park's destroyed and he's just like he sees Phil, Phil Collins, you know, and he like walks up. Well, like I don't know, it just it gets it, dude. It tugs right at my fucking heartstring every time. I'm like, oh, Phil's gone, and it's like this is what it feels like. The park's destroyed, and like, uh, and then and then now I go like, oh, and Leahy's gone too. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah, and then, yeah. Course, and then of course you go to all the people you know that are gone, and your pets that are gone, and it's like, uh and then that's why I smoke more weed. Every word you ever Happened spoke. A liquor drink. <laughs> every line, fucking Philadelphia Collins' performance is just pure gold. He, he was just hilarious. He wasn't a great actor, but that actually made it funnier. Just the way he would recite lines, like when he said, "They're dirty fucking cops." The way he's a yeah. Yeah. it's like a high school. It's like a high school drama. <laughs> it's like a high school drama actor, but it, coming from him, it was really funny. Yeah. And he was always so, like, randomly places. Like, he ran that hotel at first. Yeah, yeah. He was the taxi driver. And fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he's the one... He's the one they, they drove him out when, um... When, uh, Sam, uh... Kidnapped Randy. Yeah. And, uh... Leahy got Ricky to go get drunk and figure it out with him. Because Ricky's the only one fucked up enough to help him figure this out. <laughs> Where Randy was thick, talking about giving up the cheeseburgers, he's like, giving up burgers? That's crazy talk. Right. It says it with such conviction, you know. Ricky uses fucking uh, Phil as a human shield, and Sam's like threatening to shoot. He's like, what are you going to do? You ain't going to hit me? Look at him. He's big as a house, bro. Go ahead. Shoot. <laughs> you can't hit me. <laughs> yeah. On that note, I'm actually going to uh, end the episode with uh, – a best of uh, Phil Collins clips of just him uh, saying a bunch of his lines. I love it. So, uh, so uh, we've reached the end of our hour and uh, thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, we've got your belly, don't we Raymond? That's right. All Look right. at the things cooking up there. Thank you for coming <laughs> to the dirty burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, bro. All right, my man. <laughs> Have a good night. You did looking at my gut? No. Yeah, sure. Oh, I just took a little peek. I saw you. So what are you looking at my gut for? Oh. Good job, boys. Heads up, boys. Heads up. You guys have to put this guy right in the store. Whatever you do, do not look at his gut. Don't look at his gut bubbles. What's going on here? There's no furniture. What the fuck are we supposed to sleep on? The floor? <laughs> What's going on here, Mr. Lee? Huh? Where's my furniture? It was here two hours ago. So I'd like to know. I don't want to sleep on a fucking floor neither of these guys. What are you looking at? Nothing. Huh? Nothing. I'm calling the cops, man. You can't call the cops. I should call the cops. I could sue you. I ran in the room and something to sleep on but a floor. Stop looking at it. 
I'm not. Stop looking at it, Bubbles. Julian, I'm just reading where it says Vancouver. Look, everybody is looking at your gut. It's fucking huge. Let's just get this over with. Look, everybody take a good fucking look. What's the big deal? Burger right now, don't you? When was the last time you had one? No, enough about the burgers. Man, you can buy the frozen box burgers for 25 cents. Well, enough with the goddamn burgers. That's all you think about. I got the kayaks, man. Come on, let's go. No, keep it down. Come here. Listen. I can't leave. I can't go kayaking today. Mr. Leahy, he's, he's talking about liquor and stuff. I just can't leave him alone right now, and I've never kayaked, so I don't know anything about it. Oh, come on. I can show you the basics right here in the lawn. Nothing to it. Come on, you and me. See, you're getting the hang of it. Yeah, it seems like it'd be pretty easy, Phil. Man, i got to ask you something. What is it about Jimmy and the liquor? Well, Mr. Leahy loves liquor. Hasn't had a drink in a long time, but... He's been talking lately about how much he likes the taste of it, getting drunk, the smell of it. I'm just worried he's going to fall off the wagon, Phil. You should get some of those hypnosis tapes. They really work for a fella. Duck, Phil! Ball I got charged with DWI, and I have $1,800 in fines. Hey, you owe me, you fucking greasy caveman! What do I know? That's a cocksucker. Fuck the money, that is. Get the fuck out of the way of your stupid fish and your hockey stick. Becky, I'm not selling meat in the liquor store parking lot again. What the fuck are you looking at? What are you doing here, man? This is my parking lot. I sell mackerel strawberries. <laughs> Great. Bill Collins is here. Hey, Bob and Julian. How are you guys doing? Selling stolen meat, eh? Want to buy some trout? Where's the bus and ladies shop? Take a barbecue sauce in this. <laughs> oh, it's going to get brandy all the way. Come on. Hey, go fast. Can you guys give me a fucking hand in here? Come on, fucking help me. Julian, to make sure that fire is out. That's oh, nice. boy, go! Bam! Peanut butter and jam! What the fuck are you doing, Phil? I'm sorry, you're wrong. Randy, my son is missing and all. You can worry about his drugs and fucking cheeseburgers. Come on, let's get the rest of these posters out and up. No, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know, son. The goddamn my son is going on here. Calm down. What are you not telling us? What the fuck do you know about these dirty tricks? Hey, hey, fuck off, Phil. Phil Collins is fucking out of his mind these days. I don't know what's going on with him. My son's and the dirty burger's all I got. Fuck them. What about you, Four Eyes? Oh, fuck. Fucking. Did you just call me Four Eyes? Four Eyes. Just my big mustard tiger. 
All I did was call him a mustard tiger. I mean, he had a big tiger and he was all covered in mustard. And I thought it was, you know, a pretty cute little name. And all of a sudden he snaps and starts smashing Ricky's car up with a ladder. <laughs> There's no choice in the matter. I'm gonna be high. I'm not doing, doing it. Heaven, Jesus. I'm not doing it. Shut up, fucker. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bring it off. Dad, take it easy. Bring it off. Look, look, I'm dead. Dad, you're losing. How the kids are there? That whole family is so fucked. 